Good morning, Shane. Buenos dias. Como How estás? are you? Ah, bien. Ah, good, good, good. Mm. How do you say nobody cares <laughs> in Spanish? Nobody cares. <laughs> like, uh, nunca. <laughs> and I'm going to look that one up. I'm going to figure that one up for you. Okay. All right. Because I can add that to my repertoire. Like, a la gente de macacaena. You know what that says? You know what I said? Say it again. A la gente de macacaena. A la gente. You know, what are we saying? Stay away from my, my cocaine. <laughs> and saluda a mi amiguito. A nadie le importa. It's how you say nobody cares. Okay. But that yeah. the last one was say hello to my little friend. Because you can watch a Scarface. <laughs> oh, years ago when I worked at Headhunter, a couple of my friends were like, we wanted to learn phrases in <laughs> in Spanish. And I was like, oh, I'm going to say the one about cocaine at the airport. <laughs> That's funny. That's going to get I you arrested. They wouldn't know what I was saying. It only, it only worked if I was like in Mexico or something. <laughs> they And I'm probably saying it wrong. So they're like, what is she saying? I'm like, oh, look at the precious American. Yeah, look at her. Look at her trying. Good That's pressure. how they were. Yeah, that's how they are, though, when you go to other countries. I, if you try, they're like, oh, bless your heart. Oh. You, do you speak English? Like, oh, <laughs> your English is just to be asked about. But then I thought, you know what? People are asking if I speak English because they are global. Yep. All black people ain't Americans, and they realize that. But yep. in my mind, when you ask me if I speak English, I think you're being patronizing. But no, you're like, I could be from anywhere. Yeah, Thank black you. everywhere. Thank Asian, you. Uh, French. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Uh, other diverse. countries, right, for recognizing recognizing that. Okay, who are we, Shane? And who are we? We are two seasoned corporate veterans who are here to impart the wisdom we learn from lessons received in hopes that you don't make the same mistakes. But if you do, just laugh while you're doing it. Okay, so what's oh uh, okay, so you you know the hot news, right? Or hot Which topic? One? There's so many hot topics. Going okay, on right Twitter, now. or should we say the artist fo- formerly known as Twitter? Yeah, Twitter now X. X. Yeah, that's interesting because now I, you know you'll be searching Twitter videos instead of searching X videos, which is like you know so porn site. Say, porn, I know, and, I know. Uh, it's like, but Twitter is like very heavy on the porn too, so it kind of fits as well. Twitter porn is crazy. It goes hard. Twitter porn. It's oh only, my god! How many characters is it? I don't understand. My Upload videos. How long are the videos? As long as they need to be. I mean, how? What's the? How long do you get for a video? How many Depends. minutes? People upload whatever. Some people upload little thirty-second clips. Some people upload little four-minute fuck sessions. But four you know. minutes. Okay. We were already look. We have to keep a certain decorum to be able to post this podcast on Spotify. My it's fault. like, is there any foul language? I'm always like, no, <laughs> <laughs> or ish. Okay, well, yeah, we gotta find another yeah, word for Twitter, that. Twitter, Twitter. Uh, yeah, we'll call it. Uh, okay, that's insane. That's sessions, insane. adult okay. sessions. Yeah, that's. People coloring. Upload, yeah, coloring. People upload hella adult sessions. Why? Bless their hearts. Okay. Get them okay. views up. Anyway. Okay. So, all right. Do we know why? I mean, I guess, can anybody say why Elon Musk does whatever he does? Yeah, it's to distract us. So, there's two theories, right? Oh, so, yeah, there's something, you know, distract there's something us from going some going big going on. Or he just recently bought a whole bunch of stock in X videos and wants to get the traffic built up over there. So, What's X videos? X videos is the porn site. There's a porn site called X videos. Does he own it? I don't know, but it would make sense because now, and when everyone's searching Twitter videos, they're going to search X videos, which is going to take them directly to a porn site, which means X video streaming. Like, so people at work, go please, the roof. please, 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 if you're in an office, yeah, please don't. do not if, just type Twitter. It still works. <laughs> it still works. Do not. <laughs> Like I remember years ago, I worked for this company and we recruited for Home Depot, like for this, for their leadership program at Home Depot. And so we would get people from all the big box retailers. I remember this, (laughs) I went to dicks.com. I mean, I meant to go to Dick's Morning yeah, I was like, ah, I was like, ah, make it stop. <laughs> like, abort, abort. Penis everywhere. Yeah. Dicks, sporting goods. 
dicks.com. You think, well, I guess they couldn't buy the dicks.com because somebody else probably had already purchased exactly. it. Oh my gosh. So, all right. So the, so that's theory. Number one is that he owns the other porn site and he wants to drive traffic, revenue, traffic. Yeah. What's the other. Just distracting us from some other global changing legislation. That's about to go But do you think he's, he's part of that? He would help with that. Of course he is. He's part of the elite. He's part of the 1%. I mean, yeah, he's part of the 1%, but. So the 1% is going to always look out for the 1%. But isn't he fringe? He's like fringe, isn't he? Nah, he's a one percenter. We all got a friend a in our group. We, we all got a one a friend in our group who we were like, uh, we don't really like you, but we like you, so we bring you around. He's that he's that one percent. It's like ah, uh, like he's good for something. He, he's good for distractions. You know, he can get folks riled up, so we'll keep him around and let him get folks riled. Well, up. what do you think about getting rid of the bird? I like. I mean, I don't tweet that often, but I kind of like the bird. I thought it was cute. You know, I don't really care. Do you use Twitter like outside of what we do? Yeah, I use Twitter all the time. I'm married, so you know, I have what to go look mean? for adult sessions on Twitter. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, because sometimes it'd be long. That, that's just married. too easy. This is too easy. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It, okay, oh. I'm not even getting into that. That's insane. That. Oh, are have you used Threads at all? No, I have not used Threads. No. And did you sign up for the black the black Twitter? I like did. The, I signed up for it. To, I'm so, uh, I am on a waiting list. Yeah, it's a waiting list. Yeah, to get on the waiting list to get it. Yeah. And what's it called again? Oh, How did I forget? Um, I'm so, I went. Jason, my husband asked me if I was using Threads, and I was like, no, I barely use Twitter. Um, mm, mm, mm. And but I I went back to that site again. To see if it worked, and it and it still said I wasn't a wait list. It's called spill. Spill, right? Like spill the tea. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm on. Are you in? No, I'm on the waiting list for spill as well. Can you tell me how a waiting list works for a website? Yeah. So, because I was on the waiting list when all black, all black is a all black uh, streaming service, and okay. so when it was like in beta, all black. Yeah. And okay. so I signed up for it, like, this was years ago when they were just in beta mode. And okay. basically, once they get, you know, the funding they need to be commercial or to, you know, create the product, they'll send out the email to everybody, letting them know the product is live. And then So Spill is not it. live? I would think not. Because I don't know why I was under the assumption that it was. So they're just it, I think there. I felt like they released maybe, like, a little beta version and folks got on oh, it. Oh, okay. And then they, like, you know, trying to go back and work out the kinks or whatever. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I'll be waiting with breath. All right, what else? What else is? I mean, I guess if we would have talked last week, we could have talked about what's her name. Is it Callie? Bless her heart. Carly. Carly. Man, I don't really Carly Russell. I'm mean, like everyone giving her a hard time, but I feel like you know what? Other races be lying all the time in the news. So what if we lie once in a while? I feel like that's just us getting more towards a level playing field. You know, like this. Like we things. like we've overcome because we can exactly. have, we we have Amber lying. Alerts. Too. Yeah. You know, like we start doing this shit too. You know, I feel like we But no, 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 because we are marginalized and not looked for young black women that disappear. They're like, ah, well, she's a runaway. She's this, she's that. Finally, there's somebody. They're like, oh, this is a sweet girl. We can all rally around her. I found out about her from a friend of mine, Michelle, from who's from Birmingham, who is, I mean, her mom's her mom is um Korean, her dad's um is Caucasian. But she all, I mean, she, you know, she's her friends are all, you know, they all are Caucasian. So, you know, she's in that circle, you know, ladies who lunch, sweet girl, smart girl. Um, but her girl, they were all rallying around. I mean, when she was found, they were, I mean, everybody like, like, I guess, had this collective sigh of relief. Sigh of relief, yeah. Um, and then you find out that that she just felt like getting some attention. Yeah. So what? You know, like other people do it. Like, can we do it too? Like, shit. You know, like, I'm not mad well, at Well, my husband says she's mentally ill. <laughs> who ain't Milton? Hey, that's like, did you see just, you know who just hilarious is? I've, who is that? I've, I've she's heard a, that. She's a comedian that got, you know, online popular. And okay, what does she look like? All right, I'm going to look at her. I, think, I, I mean, just hilarious looks like a, you know, a good looking woman. 
some people say she looks like a man, but I think that's just like. Oh yeah, she stick. looks like that runner. Yeah, Shari. Uh, uh, Shari. Yeah. Shikari. Shikari. She looks Shikari, like her, doesn't yeah. she? Kind of. So you know, she so just responded to someone who got online who represents the trans community. Okay. And said that. Is Jess? Is she trans? No, God, no. Oh. Jess is a woman. Jess okay. has kids. But okay. this person said that women are not the gatekeepers to periods and womanhoods, and that women should stop trying to be those gatekeepers. And they went on to say a whole bunch of other things. And then on top of that, they also said that women, especially black women, should thank trans men because they're the ones who gave y'all a blueprint on how to be more feminine and how to be women and so and then just responded to that in just hilarious way talking shit but you know and then just says this is a fucking mental illness and now like everyone's like going crazy over dress or whatever they're mad at her because she was like it's crazy for you for now we got we got to go to men so women are Women are women because of men, basically. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Okay. Yeah, that's what. That um, was, that's what. Well, what I mean, you know, there we could thank them for this reality show, you know, persona hey. every person has. Andy Cohen is my guy. Andy Cohen is like one of my favorite people in the world because the shows that he has been reeling out these last few years, entertainment. Galore. Let me see. So, I mean, there's that news. Um, what else is going on out here? I don't know. Stephanie, uh, Barbie came out this weekend. Barbie. Yeah. Was... Did you go see it? No. I had a boy weekend. My son's birthday. Well, I went to go. Jason and I went to, first of all, big ups to iPick. Have you ever, do you guys have iPick theater? Nope. It's like a cocoon. It's a movie theater, right? And so, mm-hmm. I bought, you, you know, all these movie theaters, you have to buy your tickets in advance, Online, yeah. right? And so, Jason, I was like, well, what do we want to sit? Sit. I was like, we went at 2.30 because we're old people, right? There was one at, like, 3. But the theater is not that big. And then it was like, we're going to be in the first or second row. My gosh. So, I picked the second row. And we get there. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're B. All right. That A is the first row. B is the second row. And I was like, how do you know what the seats are? Because it's like these little cocoons. Like, there's yeah. two seats together. And, like, they're, they're hot, has, like, risers on the side. So, people behind you can't see you. People on the side, can, you know what I mean, can't see you. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. nastiness that I would I get into like, in oh such my. a movie theater. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was What's like, it called? IPICS? IPIC. IPIC. I-P-I-C. So I'm like, how do my husband's like, where's our seat? Church? Which one's our seat? I'm like, I don't know. So I said this couple, I said, what seat are you? And they were at the right, they were at the end. They were like, where they were like looking around, like they didn't know. They're like, oh, we're seven and eight. I'm like, oh, so is it this way? And that way. And so we finally found our seat. But we saw Mission Impossible. And I hadn't been to the movies to see Mission Impossible since the first one. And I I love the first one. That's that's my favorite one. But this one was I mean, there there've been good ones, obviously, but I think seeing it in a theater just enhances the whole. It really does, especially with a motion and with an action type movie like that. And this, and the screen was like it was, it was like two or th- it was like two stories. It was huge. And did you know? Did you hear that Tom Cruise came to Atlanta last week? Mm-mm. He came to. What are you doing, Shane? He came to. Looking uh, up. Nurse I pick is in Maryland. Oh, he came to Atlantic Station to the movie sad. theater to thank people for God, going. This, this looks amazing. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So, yeah, that movie. Oh, oh now I'm getting closer. All right. I'm that, that Jackson, he was in, where was he? Where was he this week? He was in Destin. He would go see Barbie movie Saturday night. With his girl? No, she's in Costa Rica. Oh, I, I thought she came back with him. No, she's in Costa Rica. So she stayed? She's she's doing a gap year. I would have stayed with her. He has to go to school. I'll take a gap year. He's no, she's doing a gap year in between co- college graduating and college. She's already graduated. She's gonna work there. Oh, okay. She's older than him. Okay. 
yeah. He's not. He can't do a gap year. He's uh, I thought good. she just. I thought she was taking a gap year before finishing school. I was I'm like, not, that's not a thing. Well, I was like, this new. Okay? That's <laughs> not a thing. I was like, I thought gap year was just for college. I'm in high school now. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So no other. Why isn't that a thing for high schoolers? Why can't high school kids take a gap year? Like, ah, I need a break, mom. I need yeah. a break. Okay. <laughs> So funny. Um, any anything else? No, not no, man. nothing. Nothing entertaining. Just sad shit. Yeah, it's all it's all sad. Shark Week it's, is starting. That's all. Awesome. I thought Shark Week was a couple weeks ago. No, see, Discovery they've been trying to be slick. They've been like a Shark Month. I think yeah. officially Shark Week has been like this week because Jason Momoa's uh, been all over the TV. Yeah. Talking about it. But yeah, they've been pumping shark shit all month long. I meant to whatever. I meant to tax my little well, they're not little anymore, but when they were younger, I would like it. I'd call the house and tell them it's shark week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now they're how old are these kids? 29? Are they 29? 31? I don't know how they are. 34. There's three of them. Um, okay, so let's get into it. So what are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about the use of AI in job searching. Yes. At this point in time in our life and society and whatnot, and how we can use AI to help us kind of, I don't want to get an advantage, but at least make the playing field uh, level so everyone can have a, a, a strong chance as possible to making it. So I'm going to talk about like 10 things you can use AI for in order to kind of optimize your job seeking abilities. And then on the back end, we'll also talk about 10 things that recruiters can do um, or persons in talent acquisition, uh, what we can do to use AI um, as well. So jumping right into it, right? So top 10 things that you can do um, to leverage AI to help you as a job seeker. Uh, one, you can start by using a tool called like JobScan um, hmm. to help analyze your resume against job descriptions. And oh, what wow. it does, it analyzes keywords and phrases in job description and can give you suggestions on how to optimize that into your uh, resume and go on to there. So that's. That's a pretty cool tool. Like we've said all the time, you want to make sure your resumes always match up to the job you're applying for, and you want to have more than one resume. Like having one resume thing that's going to cover everything that you're trying to do is, you know, craziness. Uh, it's not. It's not going to. It's not going to work. Every job is different. So make sure you have multiple resumes, and in doing so, make sure that you make sure your resume and the job that you're applying to matches up. Second thing you can do is uh, use platforms like interviewing IO and other chatbot systems uh, to try to prepare you for interviews, right? So you can go in there, you can say, hey, here's the job description, here's the job I'm looking for. Um, please interview me as if you were the interviewer. And it'll start shooting questions, behavioral questions, kind of getting you on your P's and Q's and giving you tips on how to interview better, right? So that gets you prep for the interview part of what's going to be going on. And so what else we got here? Um, you can use the platforms, of course, which you don't realize is like LinkedIn and Indeed, they are uh, AI. And so by using, having updated versions of your uh, LinkedIn profile, make sure your jobs are up to date, having your Indeed profile uh, up to date, it helps those systems analyze your background and match it up against jobs, right? What people don't realize is that's always been AI. You've been using AI for years when it right. says, like, notify me of jobs that's upcoming. Mm -hmm. It's just a system reading your background and taking what it's learned about your background and matching up against jobs. You know? So it can't help you if you don't update it. It sucks when you see people who have been like, ah, oh, their last update on AI, I mean, on their LinkedIn was six years ago. Well, what have you been doing the last six years? Like, <laughs> update your LinkedIn. Take 30 seconds you know, and just go update your new job and LinkedIn, put some new skills on there, just show that you've been making some growth because that system is going to help you move on to your uh, next cool little thing that you're going to be getting into. Um, what else can we do here? Uh, you can use AI to help with your uh, skill gap analysis, basically. AI can analyze job seekers profiles, kind of like what goes on with your Indeed and LinkedIn, like we were saying before, and then 
they can basically help them understand which areas they need improvement on, where the skill gaps for the job that you want to go to. All right. So AI can analyze what's going on in your background. Like, okay, I see what you want to do, but here's why you can't right now. And again, let that move you over um, towards the career you want. Again, uh, we can go to uh, number five, do virtual career coaches, right? Uh, so kind of how we we're talking before, where you can prep the AI to interview you. You can also prep it to be kind of like your career coach and have it give you personalized guidance and feedback. What everyone should really understand about these AI systems is they are as efficient and as helpful as you input information into it. So garbage um, in, garbage out. Garbage in, garbage out. You know, you put you put gold in, it's going to give you gold out. Uh, shit, you put gold in, you might get diamonds out if you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> um, because so you can tell, hey, I want you to be my career coach. Upload your resume into it. Let it analyze what you've been doing. Like, here's the next steps I'm going to take in my career. And the now, JobScan, is that free? Well, I mean, you can do this with any AI system. JobScan, nothing is free in life ever. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, when Bill Gates came out with uh, old Windows over here. You give everybody a little sample for free at first. You get a little taste was for it free. free at first? Yeah, that was one of the biggest hustles he did, right? So when he dropped Windows, the first <laughs> Windows was free. Gave Windows free to everybody. Got everybody got Windows on their computers and charged everyone ever since. Like, beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Let me see. Uh, next, we can talk about your uh, network expansion. Again, coming into uh, your LinkedIn profiles, coming into your professional Twitter profiles. Use these things uh, as it analyzes and tells you who you should be connected to. I hope people go into their connections on LinkedIn constantly because if you go in there it'll tell you who's in your who's in your same mm -hmm. uh business industry who went to your same school who has the same job title as you it'll give you so many different categories to network out of that you can build up your network with like-minded individuals pretty quickly right so you want to use those things to help build a network find somebody who's in the position you want to get into reach out to them talk to them chop it up Ask for suggestions on how to get to where they want to go. Like, no one gets to wherever they want to go alone in life. So reach out to someone who's where you want to be and network. People always say you can look at the five closest people around you. That's going to be your future, right? So make sure the five wow. people around you are going to be where you want to be. The five closest people. I know, right? What? I know. You're one of my closest people, Trisha. I'm going to be a bad bitch when I get over. You know oh, saying? man. Okay, well, then I'm not scared. Okay, let me go. <laughs> About five. Oh my god! Yeah, think about your uh, five. Who your five closest? Think about your five closest. Right? I, then I'm all right. Then you get there. You I'm go right. exactly. I'm you know right. what I'm saying? I'm there you go. Right. You're gonna be all right. There you go. Think about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody ain't gonna say that when they think about their top five. You're like, oh, right, yeah. I, I, like, like, oh I, I got a man. That can't be my future. That can't be my future. <laughs> That's my homie. That's my <laughs> homie, but that can't be my future. I got to move some things around. Oh I'm saying we can't be friends no more. You just can't be my top five closest friend. That's all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh. I can't be. <laughs> I, I'm messing around with her thing because I hurt mm. my, I have something in my eye. My eyelid's swollen. <laughs> <laughs> so far away, it's like, fine, when it gets close up, it's scary. So I think it's messing up my screen, but anyway. That's fine. Let me see. So another thing you can do to help your career is a tool, a platform called Core uh, Coursera, or Udemy, oh. um, which offers uh, courses based on your interests and goals that kind of help build your skill sets. They can take you through online workshops and you know give you resources to help uh, bridge the gap to where you are, again to where you want to be um, mm -hmm. in your career. Um, and that's Coursera, you said? Coursera, yep. C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A, Coursera. Or Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Um, U-D-E-M-Y. E-M-Y? Okay. Mm -hmm. Coursera. I've seen Coursera. Okay. Okay, what else? Let me see. Salary, salary estimation. Um, I think that's important when you're a job seeker. You want to know. Uh, if you want to know, like to make sure that you're applying for a job that can pay you almost what, what 
you think you're worth because yeah. really do we ever get paid what we really right. are worth but to at least try to get close to it you can use something like glassdoor payscale um to help go in there and you know, of course they analyze uh algorithms from jobs and persons all across the world to help you estimate where the salaries mm -hmm. are from the various roles and the organizations you're applying to so um use those the second which, one uh pay scale pay scale yeah P -A -Y. That's a, okay i'm writing it down so i can put that in the posting when i put it on x mm -hmm. x let's go you can see us on X videos. We no, you cannot. <laughs> no, you cannot. Starting a subscription service. <laughs> That's so funny. <coughs> All right. Um, oh man. Oh man. Side note: Do you see the like the girl who's going um, viral lately because she's like an NPC on like OnlyFans and Twitter? So basically, what's an NPC? She. Uh, goes live and then as people like send her money mm -hmm. and they put like little gifts or little like pictures she has to react to the pictures or she has to react to the gifts like if it's ice cream then she'll be like oh thank you for the ice cream or she'll make mm -hmm. an ice cream slurping sound or she'll make like a like a bubble popping sound if they put little bubbles in her heart anyway it's like, yeah it's so like she's like dirty it's like dirty ad libs yeah, it's, it's like, you know, she's like their automated little doll or whatever. Yeah, and dirty. <laughs> everybody's like, everyone's like shocked because she put up like her, her friends put up her like pay, what she's making. Yeah, this chick making like $7,000 a day doing these. And some black girl killing it. Absolutely. Seven. Jeez. Doing, acting out like you tell me to say. Yep, exactly. Shut up. How's she dressed? fine she ain't showing nothing i mean she's attractive but she's not like she ain't got no titties out or nothing like she's just chilling just looking cute just acting like you know she's these little things and then like while she's doing it she has a it's so random she has a flat iron in her hand and she puts like little like popcorn kernels in the flat iron and she's holding it and so the popcorn is popping in the flat iron as she's like reacting to the things that's coming up on the screen and like seven g's a day that is the dumbest Thing I've ever heard. Man, she's absolutely true. That is so. Listen, as I was telling my wife, listen, I'm like, look, we should there, be millionaires. There's a perversion for everything out there. Oh like, my gosh. There's some sick, because that's like sick for no reason. Like, why? I will why? never understand how no women sense. could be broke. When a woman walking or a being woman with broke, internet. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it, bro. You can. <laughs> there is a man out there who will buy your dirty period underwear oh, and cool. pay okay. thousands, oh, oh. thousands okay. yep, of dollars for it. Oh Listen, my god! You can take a picture of your toes. Oh like the my to gosh! What? Yeah, so she's just sitting there doing this stuff and making like absolutely like her that best life. Insane. Because imagine, even if even if this only works. For like two years, so for only two oh, it doesn't matter. Seven thousand dollars a day, seven G's a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. That's yeah. almost like two million dollars. Well, how how long does she do this? Like, does she do it all day? No, or? not at all. Does like little, like one hour, like little blocks or whatever, like, like an hour little... a day or yep. like. No, um, I think they said like three three hours a day, something like that. Yeah, it's. Gosh. Yeah. So there's a job for you, job seekers. There you go. If you're looking for something new out there. Go ahead, get cute. And she records it on what? Oh, uh, she goes live on like uh, she goes live on TikTok, goes live on her IG, goes live on her OnlyFans, and just goes oh, you live. said uh, okay, so she's OnlyFans, but where you have to pay? Where she yeah. makes she probably makes the most from OnlyFans, I guess, right? Because you have to pay. No, TikTok is actually where she makes her most killing from. Really? Because I didn't think you made a lot of money from TikTok. Yeah, you do. When you go live and people pay you. They pay you for your reaction. So the more they pay her, they're paying her to react to the things that they're sending her or whatever. How do you pay? You know, give little tips. Little oh, tip like how it's like how Facebook has that now too, right? Mm-hmm. How much am I Why would I pay for what I can get for free? I will never understand that. With I never give them any money. I never. But yeah, so yeah, this dude's out there giving out hella money. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, I told you about my friend who, who's greedy facker on TikTok who has like a million viral videos. Mm, um, people mm, mm. people send her money. Look at that. 
I guess they yeah, do it through their video. Yeah. But she is, I mean, she's offering it. She's she's legitimately offering entertainment. Oh, she's offering entertainment too. It's entertainment. Popping popcorn and making sounds or signs. Yep. Okay. Anyway. All right. That was that was information I can't unhear. All right. So now let's switch from the job seeker to the um, the recruiter. Right. Awesome. All right. So as a recruiter, you can use. Uh, of course, these systems as well to help you be better. Trish, look at that. I just sent you like a clip of what her videos are. Oh, you did? You yeah. Email, you no, see? look at right here in the chat. Nope, don't see it. Just right over there. There's comes, a chat? It says, yeah, right over there. It says private chat on the side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get to know the. Uh... Oh, funny. All right, so as. Oops, sorry. As recruiters, not to do it right now. Okay, you can go. Do, look. I don't no, think it's playing. It's playing. I didn't know. Yeah, it was play. I can't hear it, so you're fine. All right, go so, ahead. Yeah. So as the recruiters, you can use uh, AI to help get the best candidates possible as well. So one of the first things you know, I know a lot of recruiters. You guys have been doing this for years. We all have been told to start using it in the past, and was like, ah, what the fuck, Texio, right? You use Texio to help optimize your job descriptions. Well, uh, oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Texio will go in there, tell you if it's too masculine, too feminine, right. if it's too aggressive, you know, does it speak to the affirmative, the negative, whatever. Texio is great at analyzing everything you're doing. And then mm-hmm. it gives you a score on how good you are at mm-hmm. adjusting your job description. So use Texio to make sure you are, you know, your job description is giving what you want yep. to give, right? Um, then you can also use uh, AI uh, tools for your video interview analysis, right? There are video interview analysis AI systems that will go in there, uh, look at the candidates' verbal and nonverbal cues, evaluate their things like enthusiasm, their clarity, their confidence. Oh wow! Um, but I don't like it, and uh, you know, because I feel if the engineers weren't diverse in creating this chat in this video and analytical system uh-huh. that means that there's a good chance the system itself is going to be biased because black folk folks about the culture is going to have different mannerisms uh-huh. from persons who are not of their cultural background so if those engineers weren't all completely diverse and then their test subjects weren't right. all diverse that means whatever uh scale they use to grade or to input the algorithms to grade facial expressions and mannerisms and enthusiasm is going to have an inherent base uh, bias into it. And that's going to be kind of, yeah, you know, so right. when you are interviewing companies for these tools, ask them about who helped engineer. Who's the, yep. Ask mm-hmm. them about who actually helped put these tools together and make right. sure that the team that they use to put these tools together, were as diverse as the candidates that you intend to hire. Um, ATS systems, you know, ATS systems, are getting more and more advanced and mm-hmm. they're using AI more and more where now uh, you can have your ATS system will actually grade the resumes that are coming over um, so you can know which resumes stand out. The ATS system goes in there and it you know, basically scans the resume, does it match up to the words and the keywords of job description, which is why we always tell you it's important to make sure your resume matches the job you're applying for mm-hmm. because with more and more uh, AI-based ATS systems, all they're doing is doing quick scan giving your resume, your application to score, and then mm-hmm. recruiters are using that to go and engage whether or not who they want to talk to first. So right. make sure your shit match up. That's, that's very important. Uh, what else can we do here? Uh, predictive analysis and uh, analytics. So there are AI systems now that can analyze uh, the data used for past hires and how those past hires perform to kind of help give you an idea of which candidates are most likely to succeed. Again, um, when you're coming into these predictive analytic tools, you got to make sure that the companies that design these tools are diverse organizations because you want to make sure that they are not slanted and bias-based in any way, shape, or form. Just like your, just like your, uh, when you go to wash your hands in a public bath. bath oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The hand, yeah. The soap in the water doesn't yeah. recognize brown skin. <sighs> Because of the people who developed it. 
Mm, and use brown people in their t- yeah. So every time I'm in there, I'm like racist. Yep, <laughs> like, got to show the other side exactly. <laughs> Boy, give me some soap. Speaking of racism, <laughs> oh my gosh. So side note, we love going off these little side notes. Okay. Um, my son plays AU basketball. Uh, his team, they were fifth graders, just uh-huh. finished school, so they were going into sixth grade. Yeah. As a fifth grade team, they're one of the highest ranked teams in North Carolina. Oh, wow. We finished off our AAU season pretty strong. So we're all like, all right, well, our boys need something to do. So okay. we're like, all right, let's get our boys playing into some uh, our local basketball league. We live in the county, our local Wake County Basketball League. Okay. We're going to have our boys play there this summer. Um, now, again, we understand how skilled our boys are for fifth graders. Mm-hmm. So rising sixth graders, we were like, all right, cool. We'll go ahead and sign them up to play the eighth grade level in this. Now, again, yes. Really? Yes. So we were like, we'll sign our boys up. They'll play on the eighth grade level um, because we knew that we know that there's no fifth grade team that's good enough to play with us. So we'll play on the eighth grade team. Now, again, this league, the Wake County Basketball League, is all the parents and kids who kids probably like our, you know, neighborhood basketball stars. Mm-hmm. They can't be stopped in their driveway. Oh my gosh, they're so good when they're playing around the neighborhood. Okay. And so they've been in this. <laughs> they so they joined this league and they've been absolutely the little <laughs> little all stars. They they've been oh the gosh. little stars in their little neighborhoods and driveways. Okay. And so we asked, you know, we asked, we knew somebody who ran the league. We we're like, hey, if we bring our boys into the league, we want all our boys to play on the same team because we're gonna have them play up to eighth grade. Right. We want them to play all together. And they're like, cool. So we had our first game. We've had two practices in which we scrimmage against other teams, little light Uh scrimmages. And then we had our first game last week. Okay. We beat the eighth grade team by 50 points. 50 points. And again, this is basically all white teams. The eighth grade team of people who just play in their their captains of their captains of their Their driveways. Of their driveways. Okay. Yes. MVP less than three hours in the eighth grade. In the eighth grade, our boys Your just boys finished fifth grade. Just going, finished, they just finished fifth grade. Just they finished fifth grade a month and a half ago. Rising sixth grade. <laughs> They're rising sixth graders. Trish, before that night ended, in less than three hours, we had an email from the commissioner of the basketball league, basically saying they don't want us in the league anymore. They're saying that we are ruining their product. They're saying that these little black boys, these little and our boys are the only two big kids on the team is my son and Sonny, who are both like you know pretty tall, but tall? everyone else is short. How tall? Uh, my wife is five four. Solomon's taller than her. So Solomon is twelve. He's about like five six. You know That's what I mean? not tall. Five six, five seven ish. Yeah, he's is that tall for fifth grade. It's it's tall. Yeah, but it's not it's not ginormous. And again, we're playing eighth graders, Trish. We're playing eighth graders, so high, playing eighth graders, right? So everyone's taller than our kids, right? Like, like, like even our sons match. Everybody's up taller than than everybody's okay. taller than everyone in our team. Everybody's older. Everybody's, everybody's older. Taller. Everybody's taller. Everyone's bigger than our kids. We beat them by fifty. Within oh two hours, gosh. we had an email saying that we're ruining that the commission says he's been getting multiple complaints from parents. This is our first game. We've only had practices. They've just been watching us practice. They watched us practice twice, and this is our first game. And the parents are saying that they don't want their kids playing against our kids. And if they allow us to stay in the league, then we need to change our defense, and we're only allowed to play a zone defense. We're not allowed to actually play defense against – They're in uh, – they're, they're rising sixth graders. Yep. And so the, well, who responded? Uh, the coach – well, the like one of the dads who's acting as a coach because okay. our AAU coach doesn't like us playing in another league, so we don't we didn't tell. So him you could, he was like, yeah. "I told you." He has no clue. He has no clue that we're playing in this league. Oh, and, um, and hopefully, and, and hopefully, he doesn't listen or someone doesn't tell him <laughs> because he's so, worldwide. Yeah. So yeah, so they uh, <laughs> they basically said, "Look, we we don't want you niggers here." What and did we'll, the coach say? We we said cool. We said that they said if you want to stay play, that you can only play against high schoolers, and which is crazy they're, because. We're talking about situations going against, against like you know, 17, 18 year olds. We're that's not gonna... how whack their players are that they're offering up high school players. And we're like, no, because just the size difference, our boys, that's our so boys can get sad. hurt. 
That yes, right. So, that is so sad. The so they offered us a full refund for our money. It's just to so get. They're basically paying us to get out the league. You're the like, kids can't get their asses whooped on the, on no. the court anymore. Listen, in the middle of when we went up how, by thirty, how are these people? How are these people going to survive in life if you can't get? The game beat? was going on. One of the dads on the team was a doctor. He's a doctor at Duke. He's a surgeon at Duke. On your team? Great, on our team, yes. Okay. And, you know, he's black. And he came up, and, like, we're all standing there. And we see the score going up. We're winning by, like, 35 at this point. So he And then, then yeah, he looked over to us. He was like, look, this white fragility is not going to allow us to beat their kids like this. It's oh. not going to happen. I'm telling y'all now. He was like, I'm telling y'all now. It's not gonna happen. This is not gonna happen. Oh this is not gosh. gonna happen. And less than three hours after that game, we had an email saying, "Look, you niggas need to either tell y'all boys." And in fact, the email says, "You need to call your dogs off." What's in the email? They're children. They are children. To call your dogs off and only play his own defense. like you losers. Out of the my response of like you or get out the league. Sensitive, so, sensitive ass motherfuckers. So, sensitive yeah. losers. Fragile, fragile. That's not fragile. That's a long eye. <laughs> fragile. Bro, okay. Crazy. Oh crazy. my god. Yeah. So our boys. Our boys Tell your go. kids they need to stop playing. Period. Just stop. Maybe they can uh, go. Maybe. No, nah, we we already signed up for another because other 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 leagues won So we we got another league, a little summer league that we're gonna be playing in. Our boys they love to play ball. So we got other places. They were doing the Harlem Globetrotters out there. <laughs> Dude, it was funny because these are these are they're babies. They're absolutely, babies. absolutely not toying. even in middle school yet. I mean, not until next month. A few more weeks, yeah, and absolutely toying and playing with these eighth graders like it was like. Uh, oh, was, that is. I just hear Harlem Globetrotter music. Bruh. And at the end, we we're up by forty-seven, and our point guard had a layup. Then he decided not to take the layup, and he goes back behind the three. And he shoots the three and makes it. We're like, all right, that's it. Like, that's it. We're, He's we like, want, we're should like, I do a layup or should I do a three? Like, of course like, the layup is easier, but. Like, like nah, yeah. Like, yeah, did, he give, yeah. did he give a little shimmy like Steph? And he just gave him a little eye. Ah, he just gave him a little. He was like, God damn it. We're not going to they, they really not going to let us back. And they didn't. They did not. One game. Oh, one game. He was The, the dude was like, if there's any hope of salvaging the season, then we need you guys to we're like what salvage the season? This is just game one. The season goes until September. Oh, what are you talking so about? Sad. White fragility is serious. White fragility. Yeah, but you know what though? But if that was the best that they had, then that would have been a waste of your guy, you the kids' time. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why we were hoping that by playing up, that it would give the void. I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, but you were wrong. We were wrong. You were wrong. We so. were wrong. Yep. So that was that. So speaking of white fragility, you can use AI tools as recruiters to help with diversity and inclusion, right? So AI tools can help mitigate unconscious bias by basically, you know, making applications anonymous. And basically, it'll just highlight, uh, you know, the areas where bias might be influencing decisions and help you avoid those and helping companies just hire more diverse teams. Um, it's called blind resumes. We used to do it back in the day when we sending candidates over before AIs were taking over. We just like take out the name, we take off the right. school, we take off the like city they lived in, we'll send over blind resumes to leaders and have mm -hmm. them just look at it that way. Whatnot. Now AI tools doing that for you, right. actually in the a, uh in the ATF systems or whatnot. Um so it's Martin, removing it's removing names. Yeah, it removes anything. That okay. can possibly uh, cause bias or whatnot. So, okay, all that gotta go. Um, AI tools can offer market insights, so it can let you know where the talent's coming from. Uh, AI tools can tell you who's, you know, what company lays off, what companies have a similar pay scale as you. It gives you computer uh, competitor analysis to help you guide your recruitment strategies to kind of target the right type of candidate from the right type, from the right type of company to pull them in. Um, something else that AI tools can offer is the chat bots for initial screening. Mm -hmm. While you can set it up to have them analyze the video interviews, you can also use chat bots for that first interview, those basic interviews. Um, and we've all seen it in the past where we call them knockout questions, where you set up your knockout questions in the beginning. Um, in the past, where it would be just, you just ask mm -hmm. a couple questions. If they say no, then they automatically get uh, a uh, you know, they get declined for the job. 
well now it can be a little bit more interactive we can actually feel like they're actually chatting with someone for real but basically the same idea um if they don't answer a couple of questions correctly then they're just declined for the, the role so you know there are some ways that ai can help recruiters as well but we have to add that a lot of that stuff has to be incorporated into your ATS. People can't, how can someone, if you're, if their company is, I mean, as a lot of companies probably are kind of behind the eight ball, how did, what do they do? Like, what can they got to reach out? They got to reach out to these organizations and get meetings and have these new systems integrated into their systems at their job. And so that's important that persons who are currently in these town acquisition spaces, are familiar with AI and make themselves comfortable with AI because you don't want a new AI to be integrated into your work and it makes your job optional yeah. and you don't know anything about AI. So now right. you're not even useful. And so you'll be one person eliminated. While if AI is integrated into a job and you know about AI and you're comfortable with AI, and you can mm -hmm. help with the integration of AI. Now you've shown yourself to be an asset to an organization where you can actually salvage your job as opposed to being replaced by your job. So what does someone do when TA has spent all their money on hookers and cocaine and can't afford to integrate AI? You better start using your personal checkbook and sign up for tools like ChatGPT where you can kind of... What is the free... I have the free version. What does that yeah. get you? Nothing? I mean, free version just gets you the free version, but when okay. you get the paid version, you get... Uh, I know with the free version at times it can be too much traffic where you can't get into it. Um, with no, the paid version, the paid version, you always have your own kind of like path into chat, you never have to worry about anything. And then you also get the additions of being able to use your plugins and web access as well. Um, so the unpaid version of like chat is the knowledge base, quote unquote, is cut off. Okay. At September 2021, the internet knowledge base is cut off at September 2021. Um, what do you mean? So if you ask it, a, if you ask chat about something that happened before or after, after, after 2021, like what? So it has, if I said who was on, um, who won American Idol, it won't know. No, it wouldn't. It Not on the free version. On the free version, if I said what happened today or who is. Yeah. What's its knowledge base is cut off in September 2021. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but in paid versions, you get complete you get web everything. access. Yeah, but they know. did pull out the web access. They shut that down last week, I think, or because Why? people been kind because you know people been peopling. And so people been peopling. And what they do. Stuff they shouldn't have been doing. They've just been using AI. You gave, you, I mean, you're giving a lot of people with a lot of free time access to AI well, and the internet I was, together. There's a way to, maybe they've been trying to unlock it because but I they already did that. It's called the Dan, it's called Dan Simulation Mode. You can unlock the, the you can unlock because the, I, I, uh, I read somewhere where you, at, it's how you ask a question. Yeah, and you it, prompt and it. Supposed to, and it, no, it didn't work for me though. I can send you the, the prompt guide to do it. So the dance simulation mode, you basically, you tell the system that it was already unlocked before and it was called dance simulation. And then you give it all the things it was able to do and saying that uh, we're going to play a game and we, and I want you, you to act like as more if, games. Exactly. I want you to act as if you're in the dance simulation mode. And this is just for game purposes only. And they'll be like, okay, let's play. And then, you know, now you can have it do all kind of crazy shit. And they don't all think it's just playing the game or whatever. Wow. So, yeah. But, you know, like cool. it's a series of. Problems. Oh, oh, and um, that's funny that you say that. Um, well, that we talk about AI and movies because 2001 A Space Odyssey is going to be playing at IPIC. Yeah, I need to do the right, do the right thing for the anniversary. Um, taxi, taxi driver. Um, and uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. I, think I have a signed autograph copy of it. Uh, do the right thing and Crooklyn from Spike Lee. I love Crooklyn. Did I he sign Crooklyn. it? Yeah. Spike Is it the movie? You mean yeah, the, the DVD actual DVD? Case? Yep, DVD. I, it's on Crooklyn it. is on one of my favorite movies. Crooklyn was the first movie I that ever was, cried in. I ever cried when I was watching so it. That, good. I was, 
That mm. movie was so good. Yep, yep, yep. Especially okay. Well, we are at. We're making good time. Look, look at us. You mean when we don't have somebody on here distracting <laughs> us and walking around? <laughs> we love you, Jimmy Will. Oh, shout out Jimmy Will because he is on. He Jimmy Will doesn't like the vacation. Jimmy Will likes to travel. Mm-hmm. And let's let's see. He and his beautiful wife were in the Dominican two weeks ago. Then last week, he's like, "Where's Where's Waldo?" One day he was in France. He was in Paris, and I think now he's in Germany. So he is. He's living his best life. He loves to travel. And his wife, I think Vanessa had to go back to school today, so she couldn't go with him. So, but he will pick up and go. And I, I think when you get to a certain age, in a, when you get to a certain age in your marriage, you're completely okay with your spouse traveling without you. You're like, you know what? I'm good. You go enjoy yourself. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I don't know that I'd, I'd ever be, like, I'd ever be that enlightened. Because so? if my husband said he was like, I go away without him all the time, but I ask him, he doesn't want to go anyplace. So if he were to say that he was going someplace, I would be skeptical. Skeptical. Our coach, our that our way. coach for our AAU team that we are with, like eight months out of the year, he just spent like two weeks in Europe without his wife. Two mm-hmm. weeks. Yep. What was he? What was he doing? Just going all over Rome, Greece, whatever. He was just chilling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. Okay, cool. Yeah, good for them. Um, yeah, good for them. And I, I could see if you're somebody who travels and it's like, okay, I'm going away. But yeah, if it's somebody who doesn't normally travel, like my husband used to travel, but if he was like, yeah, I'm going to go such and such. If he place. says he's going to DR for two weeks, he can't go down to. Now, unless it was something like, well, with the things he likes to do, like a golfing or biking sure. or something. Go, I'm going to DR to golf for two weeks. No, or hike, mm-hmm. hiking. Like, you heard of all those people that died, which is so sad this weekend, like in Death Valley mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, hiking. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. it. I'm not trying to blame serious? the victim, but it Death I mean, Valley, you gotta, you gotta know it's 120 degrees. He said, what are they going to do, staying all day? I'm like, is there anything in between staying in all day and going out? Into the hills or the mountains That's to hike. Like people, is there anything in between that? Like, yeah, I mean, like, then he said maybe they had underlined heart condition. I'm like, yeah, the sun, heat. Yeah, yeah, heat. That's it's it. like heat. Heat is like shingles. Shingle doesn't care. No, not at all. Heat It'll put anybody. There. Anybody get it? Anybody can get it. That's like folks who go to the heart attack, the heart attack grill in Las Vegas. And then get surprised oh when God. they get a heart attack at the heart attack room. Mm-hmm. You know, like why are you putting yourself in that situation? Why why are you doing that to yourself? You know? So um, yeah, yeah, I think that uh your husband's probably due up for a two-week golfing trip in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, please. Yeah, I I don't. I, I don't I, I disagree. Yeah, I just he wouldn't go there anyway. He doesn't like beaches. He's like any place where there's not going there for the beaches, going there for the golf course. I know, but he doesn't like he doesn't like tropical places. That's okay. He'll like it. There'll so, be distractions. No, he doesn't like tropical places. Distracting from so. the tropical. No, he, he would be like, I'm going to Finland. Or, I'm like, you know, that, that's him. Sweden, which are beautiful places. So, oh, yeah. Anyway, I thought of something, but it, I think it already happened. Um, all right. Oh, so I talked to our good friend. I tried, we, I tried to get us a guest, but he's camera shy. His name is Jason. I'll just say his first name. And he is, a, he's a recruiter. He is an agency. Um, so I talked to him, you know, because I'm hearing from a lot of my friends and colleagues in the business that things are very slow. That's what they say. So I wanted to talk to him to see how things are going with him because he's in, you know, he's in the trenches every day. So I I asked him some questions and I told him since he wasn't going to be on live, he had to tell us his, I would have been fired if story. So he told me that. (laughs) So, um, but anyway, I asked him first question I asked was how his business has it slowed down? And he uh, responded, business is good. We're still on pace to do the same as last year, which was their best year ever. Um, But he said, it's definitely slowed down. He said, it's a combination of natural summer slowdown, but also companies are still worried about the economy. So, all right, I'll ask you, Shane, what, what's, what do you think is worrying people about the economy or companies about the economy? Is the economy not, I mean, interest rates are high, people are still buying. And 
Yeah, I think it's just at this weird place where no one really knows what's going on. Like, are we good? Are we not? You know, are we at war? Are we not at war? Like, what? What? There's just a, a, a influx of confusion about what's going on in the world. So folks don't know what it is. Like, this keeps saying there's going to be like this big bubble bursting with the right. housing market, but that hasn't happened yet. It's yeah, because like, interest rates just went up, but yeah. then the, the it then the housing spiked again. After having like four quarters of going down, it spiked. So nobody's like yeah. no one's no one's like really sure what's going on. So companies just people have in, money. In people have money, and they're but I'm like, are we making more people? That many more people that it's such a housing shortage? Because everywhere I look, it seems like they're building houses or I think condos that, or whatever. I think that people started making more money than the pandemic in the sense that they weren't traveling to go to work, and so they were saving up a lot more money. Okay. So now like a lot of people were renting are buying now because you also see that there's been a big hit in like the Airbnb market. Yeah. Like the Airbnb and vacation rentals, that market's gone down because people are like, oh, well, I've been stacking my money. I don't want to rent no more. I want to like buy a house. I want property mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone's been looking at how to get rich during the pandemic and everything's been buy property, buy property. So now everyone's like buying property and shit. And so, yeah. you know, um, folks just don't know what to do. And so there's just limbo and no one you know, wants to be the person to step out there. And take okay. a chance on something. And then they... All right. So I asked him another second question. What types of roles are you working on? And he is, he said, I have a few openings with two small startups. One is selling a med tech product and another is a small DME company. Um, he also has a few openings within specialty pharmaceutical companies and two orphan drug rare disease openings. He said he's also working on a director of medical affairs and operations lead role. So just so you know, Jason specializes in pharma biotech um, device. Um, I asked him, how do you find the majority of your candidates? Candidates. And he said the majority of his candidates are found through social networks like LinkedIn and referrals. So does that make LinkedIn worth the price? I guess it does to him, huh? I mean, I would think so, yeah, because, you know, when you're an agency, a placement is worth tens of thousands of dollars, so. Right. Um, I asked him, what makes a candidate stand out? And he said, I said, in a good and a bad way. He said, in a good way, it would be when candidates go above and beyond the ones who are truly interested in the position and put in the time to do extra research besides just going to the company website. They reach out to folks who work at the company, speak to doctors, read articles. Um, He said, the candidates that stand out in a bad way are the ones with grammatical errors on the resumes, not knowing their own job history, making sure the resume matches their LinkedIn profile and not following up on or returning messages. So what do you say about that one, Shane, not having the resume match their LinkedIn profile? Because you're you are advocate or proponent of people having their resume reflect it's the details, what they're doing, the, the job, like how. It's the details. If you can't okay. be meticulous enough to match up your resume and your LinkedIn profile, then how can I trust you to be meticulous yeah. enough to be, you know, on point when you take this job on? You know, you got because yeah, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is like your virtual handshake. So if your virtual handshake is not up to date, then what does that say about anything else that you're doing? You know, so I guess not necessarily the, de- the details of what the job was, but just your dates, the companies and and the dates. Exactly. Yeah, you want to make sure okay. all that stuff is matched up. Yeah, companies and the dates. Um, and I guess nobody's gonna nobody would fault you if some some of the duties or things change within because i mean you're yeah nobody's probably looking that well they might be looking that hard but who knows um i asked him if he was using ai and if so how it was going and if not why not and he's not using ai he said he's not familiar with it he doesn't know how it how he could use it well jason come see me jason come over (laughs) Holla at me. It's what we do at Manifest Your Dreams. We help you incorporate AI into your day-to-day goals so that, you know, you cannot be a blockbuster in the world of Netflix. So, Jason, stop being a blockbuster. Come see me, my friend. Don't be blockbuster. You know I mean? Don't be blockbuster. Let me talk to you, Jason. Um, I asked him, what advice would you give a job seeker? And he wrote back, I would tell them that if it, if it's a position that they are truly interested in, then they definitely have to put the time in to prepare for the interview. Do the research. Ask good questions. He, again, talk to employees who work there currently and talk to also people who have left the company. So do your homework. But is that, I mean, that seems like that goes without saying. Well, you know, no. 
because common sense ain't common. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know, common sense ain't common. So things that we think is easy and a no-brainer may be an epiphany to somebody else. So, you know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, so that's it. That's we it. made time. Look at 5941. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, tell everybody where they can find us, Shane. Man, you can find us on the Twitter or what new to be X. the X. X. You know what I'm saying? The, the artist formerly known as Twitter. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can find us there. We upload our videos on the X videos as well. So, you know, you can <laughs> see our videos. So if you want to be bored, <laughs> yeah, if you I mean, want to be mad, thinking you're going to see something good. <laughs> go look up two live recruiters on X videos and see what you get. You know what I'm saying? Well, we are two live recruiters. So, so Uncle, Luke, Uncle Luke will be proud. Go look it up. <laughs> Yeah, you can always find us on YouTube. We're also going to be out here in these streets on your Spotify's, your Apple Podcasts, uh, our website, www.twoliverecruiters.com. Um, you can find us on uh, other uh, platforms. Go look for us on Amazon ebooks. Go pick up our both of our ebooks are on there. Um, are navigating the corporate uh, world series. Don't go however that's there. Um, see a couple little ebooks I got out there in these streets as well. Uh, from Manifested Dreams. Um, so yeah, so we out here. We out here in these streets. We're trying to bust it open. Now, I mean, we just need y'all to come here and, um, you know what I mean, pay for it. Like, we up here on this stage twerking, you know what I mean? Like, throw them dollars. Throw them dollars. We dancing up here. Dancing. We're juggling like the court Goodness jester. Goodness how much more are we supposed to do? What else are we supposed to shimmy. do out here? Man, we gonna give y'all everything. We gave you everything. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I can't. All right, Shane. Have a great day. You have a great day as well.